With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a special treat, Shane. Normally we record Mannequin Chill earlier in the week, but we decided to do a live Mannequin Chill tonight. We did. No destination chill with Ray and I, so we said, you know what, let's do a Mannequin Chill just like old times. It feels like back in 2019, 2020 era when we were here with 25 viewers just talking randomly from uh, your old apartment and... You know, my old basement with terrible lighting and terrible microphones. But what's good, my friend? Nothing much. How you feeling, sir? Uh, I'm excited. Hey, so this is a brief one, right? So this is just a half an hour. So let's just get into it. So I, yeah, I'm ready. I, I am ready to go. What you got? Right. So I, I saw this first question that I really liked from Andres uh, Galarraga. How do you maneuver the rebuild? Great baseball player. Anyone? Colorado Rockies. <laughs> yes. If you remember Vinny Castilla, his teammate. Yes. That's yes. more apt to Andres's last name here, Castillo versus Galarraga. We're definitely not close with that one. Maybe he was named after Andres Galarraga, but he's Vinny Castillo's kid. Maybe. Anywho, um, how do you maneuver the rebuild accumulation of draft picks? Do you start trading now before the end of the regular season to buy players, or do you hold for the draft pick, hold for the draft pick value to go up? Well, so I don't think you want to hold for the draft pick values necessarily to go up. I think if you're trying to accumulate draft picks, you're doing it through the entire year, which would include right now. I think right now is probably the right to- ripe time where you can get draft picks if you have anything to sell. I mean, how many players are going to expire entirely from being worth really any form of draft pick here in the next five to six weeks? You know, some of the deals I've seen go down for just absolute zeros. Joe Flacco, Nick Mullins. You know, those guys are even going for like fourth round picks if somebody really needs them. But Zach Moss, I've seen a couple Zach Moss deals going for multiple picks. Yeah. Second and a third for Zach Moss. You know what I mean? And that that's a guy that in six weeks, he's back in a group of 50 other running backs. Your brain has a role next year. So, like, if you have any pieces, I mean, you got to look at your team. You know, if you're a rebuilding team, you got to look at your team and say, what do I even have to sell? But I think you really have to do an analysis as to what is truly a building block piece. That's what I was going to ask you. What is a building block piece versus a piece where you say, I don't have to sell that in a rebuild? But like today, I had a conversation with somebody about, I have a contending team. I'm trying to buy some pieces. 
Mm-hmm. They what they will not part with as a quote unquote rebuilder. They they cannot trade Jaden Reed. Cannot uh, move. No, no. So it, it's funny. I was having so we'll just give some names because names gives context, gives ideas, gives you players in that range, other players in that range without saying their names. I just had a did it call with someone, and we were talking about players, and that you know that's the first thing I I go. Who's your foundational players? And, and he says, uh, well, I got Zay Flowers and um, Rasheed Rice. And I go, no, 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 no. Those are dudes you add to deals to tear up. You know, Rasheed Rice not even going to do that much for you. But like uh, uh, the first guy's name I said, you use him to try to tear up to get a legit uh, actual foundational piece. Yeah, I mean, I think with somebody like Rasheed Rice or Jaden Reed, you you're not in a hurry to trade them if you're rebuilding. But if somebody comes to you and says they want them, what you don't want to do is like protect them. Like I cannot move them, man. How can I trade Jaden Reed for two seconds? If somebody really wants to buy him, you know, someone offers me two seconds, two thirds and Kendra Miller for Zach Moss and Jaden Reed. And I don't want to trade Jade. I want to trade Zach Moss, right? I would love to get a second and a third for Zach Moss, right? But, I don't want to move Jaden Reed in that deal because I'm rebuilding and he's a young player and, and I don't young. want to move him. But yet yeah. someone's basically paying me a fair price for both of them. And I'm getting it in the form of draft picks, which is going to give me even more flexibility. I think, I think that's where rebuilders go wrong is they think they have these foundational six or seven players. The reality mm-hmm. is they might have one or two. That's it. Uh, just because a player is young, just because they're a rookie and they didn't do anything this year, just because you're holding Tank Bigsby or Kendra Miller, that doesn't mean in a rebuild you would not move them for a third-round pick or you no. would not throw them into a deal. So you, I think that's that's where I start here. You really have to do an assessment of who are your players that are core rebuilding pieces, and the reality is there's maybe 15 to 20 of those guys in the entire league. Chances that, are you don't have more than one or two. And that counts quarterbacks because because yes. I've talked about this before. The number used to be like six players that mattered. There might be a little more than that, but like you said, 15 sounds about right. That's about the number of players that are actual, honest to God, needle movers. Uh, I saw another good chat. Cole World. And, well, one more TD. point on that question. Oh, okay. uh, with the picks, do not shy away to get thirds, fourths, fifths. If you're trading away something that has zero value to you, I'm talking zero value. You know, if you're trying to move, someone says, hey, I'm interested in your Kareem Hunt. Don't turn down a fourth as a rebuilding team. You know, take a fourth and a fifth. Like anything that is liquid is better than what you have. Once you hit the reset button to the offseason, the last thing you were going to want is players like Kareem Hunt on your roster. Unless you're planning to use them next year. Because I also feel like I can find a bunch of those types for free just laying around because of off-season inefficiency. So I just wanted to add that. Yeah, I just uh, I actually just turned down a fourth for Samaj Piran, but just out of spite, uh, for no other reason, which is never a good reason to do something. You should never do something out of spite. But, yeah, I just turned it down. Um, rebuilding situation. Cole World noted, when rebuilding, be as liquid as you could be in some sense. Not in some sense, period. You want to be as liquid as you possibly can be because – that's how you make moves, you know. 
we've talked about this before. Picks don't have names, right? Not yet. What they what they are is just pieces that can be moved. It's hard to dislike a pick as opposed to a player. Like Jaden Reed, just for example, four people in your league might dislike him, you know, and that's just four buyers that you don't have. No one likes a dislike. No one dislikes a second round pick. You know what I mean? That they'd obviously like that for something. Well, speaking of Cole World, he's in uh, run and gun with us, and yeah. uh, anytime the dude hits on a backup quarterback or running back, I'm getting an offer. Hey, you want you want Patrick Taylor for a fourth? He, he, he grinds. He, that that's what he, you got to yep. do when you're gutting a roster. You got to say, "Oh, I have found money this week. Let me see if anybody will give me anything." And just yep. not enough people do that. And you know that's that's the idea. He's practicing what he's preaching. So give Cole World yeah, a shout out. Appreciate Cole you. Cole World is a definitely grinder, man. That dude took over the team. I hated his trade. I, I made trades. I made fun of his trades. Then uh, he kept making trades and kept making more trades. And then I looked at his roster and I went, "Oh, damn! He's actually built a, a superior dev, uh, Devi game team here that's going to be ready to." Uh, kick some ass in two years so yeah that that's what you got to do though you got to grind just keep making moves um i'm the one that's starring everything we got a super chat here appreciate the super chat marcus of one and two two quarterbacks 10 teams start 10 ppr 0.25 ppc six point passing touchdown touchdowns he's got mahomes kyler levis b rob canders roshan higgins Ayuk, Wilson, Addison, Pickens, QJ Muth. He's locked up the 101 and has three 25 firsts and three seconds. He wants to know, is it too early to put names to picks? Oh, he knows it's too early to put names to picks, but is there any general roster construction you can give to a team like mine? Thanks, guys. Love the show. Yeah, so I mean, I'll hit this real quick. We don't know any of his other players. We don't know what his construction looks like right now. We don't know what the total roster spots are. Uh, it's a 10-team start 10. It's 0.25 point per carry. You're good at quarterback. You probably want to get a fourth quarterback in there at some point, but you can probably mine the backups. That's one thing I would do right now is I would go through and see you know, how many backups are out there quarterback-wise that are sitting there that you could say could be a definite backup in a decent spot next year. So I'm looking at the... You know, the Sam Darnolds, the Teddy Bridgewaters, the guys you've seen play before. And if they get in there, you're like, hey, they have a system where they could probably give me QB2 production. Other than that, you're probably just focusing on it's point per carry, 0.25, six point per passing touchdown. Receiver is going to be a little devalued. So I'm probably really trimming my receivers down as far as I can. I mean, a guy like Quentin Johnston, I'm just getting rid of him. Take whatever I can get. I'd take a third for him at this point. In that format, he's useless. Uh, and you're probably wanting to attack it next year by just using your draft capital and churning and burning running backs. So you probably need one more receiver, I would say, but you're pretty good yeah. with Higgins, Ayuk, Wilson, Addison, Pickens, maybe one more, and I think you're fine. And then you're probably just looking to tear up. Yeah, and just for whatever it's worth, Scott had an article today um, talking about liquidating QJ, definitely looking to do that. Looking, I'd be looking to liquidate Pickens, QJ, Pat Fryermuth, if he has one more good game, he can get off my roster. Um, Higgins might be a little tough right now because he hasn't had a great season. Yeah, so and it's a ten team, so that one hundred and one is probably going to be Marv. And once you add Marv to the roster, now you're looking at Addison and Pickens, and you're going you know, one of those guys can go. So yeah, it's a, it's a good framework of a team, but the roster construction is where you're going to be able to kind of bend 
you're going to be able to bend a little bit at, at quarterback and running back, especially using the roster construction principles. So, and check out the destination dynasty shows that I'm doing. I just talked about uh, um, the second position the other day with the uh, running backs and how I'm kind of changing my tune a little bit from last year. So check that out on the latest DD. And yeah, super chats are going off at eight forty-five. So if you want to throw it in there, four more minutes, and then we got to turn them off. Three minutes, three minutes, Bob. What else we got? Uh, Big Diaz energy, <laughs> huge Shane fan. Oh, weird. Scott Disciple heard you speaking about managers not trading veteran points when they should. I've come across this a lot in the overvaluing of running backs. I think it's the recent influx of redraft managers entering in, entering into dynasty these last couple years. Well. So I do see this a lot. You go to teams. I mean, I'm sure you do it too. You and I are grinders. I'll be sitting on my phone just going through, okay, who can I buy that have terrible records? And I look, do they have Zach Moss? Do they have Kyron Williams? You know what I mean? Do they have any of those guys where I can just go buy? And now sometimes I don't want to pay their price. That's understandable. But there's a lot of times where, you know, you try to pay a price. I just offered the 201 today, guaranteed 201 and a third next year for Kyron Williams. And it was, I can't can't trade him can't move him well what else do you want do you need another second i mean send me a counter right but i think the 201 it's and it's the guaranteed 201 so it's not no question it's going to be that pick i don't think that's a crazy starting price Mm -mm. and the response was i'll give you joe mixon instead what am i going to do but but exactly so but the point was clearly they wanted to move joe mixon yeah right because as a three and nine team they probably should be moving joe mixon but i'm after kyron williams and the yeah. response was like, I can't move him. And it was just, it's just take lock into, I like Kyron Williams next year, but I'm not going to go. If my team's awful, I'm not going to take two or three picks for him. So yeah, it's not everyone plays like we do, Shane. You and I, if we have bad teams and we have running backs, you can have them. I don't I, care. I'll have those guys in other leagues, you know? I've got teams where four, five, six seed, I've been looking to try to move excess running backs and excess wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Cause the same thing. Like I, I have too many of these similar guys. I can just move them, get some flexible pieces that are, you know, assets that are flexible. I don't really care who I'm putting in. If it's Jalen Warren, Devin Singletary, Kyron Williams is a step above, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would think maybe it has something to do with redraft, but also people just love running backs, man. Like it's just, it's kind of always been that way in fantasy, right? As long as I've played, people have just dug running backs. I I don't know why. I've always been a wide receiver guy personally. So I think here's the problem. There's going to be running backs that exist next year. A lot of the same names that are doing well this year. That's not the question. It's I'm not arrogant enough to know who they're going to be. So I'm not going to say, well, I can't move Zach Moss. I cannot move Kyron Williams because I know for sure he's going to be in a situation where everybody is going to want him next year. Now there's going to be another Zach Moss next year. There's going to be another Devin Singletary. There's a good chance. It might be Devin Singletary or Zach Moss or 20 other guys that just didn't get lucky and land into a similar role that those guys had, but that resets when the season ends. Yes. And you know what happens to a guy like Devin Singletary's value when we get to the end of the year. What's going to happen to his value, Shane, or all the similar like-minded fifth or sixth year running backs 
that are free agents. People are going to go, oh, I don't know about that guy. He's never going to be on Houston again where he gets all the touches. So the market's going to reset, and you're going to have the ability, if you have the discipline, to go and buy a bunch of those guys where you go, well, I don't, I didn't know about this guy last year, but maybe I'll pick a shot on him because he's only going for a fourth-round pick. So it's, it's the recycling of the running backs is why we don't want to keep them. It's not that we don't value running backs. We love running backs. I'd love to get Zach Moss on every roster for the rest of the year. I'd love to. But I'm not going to go into the offseason going, well, he's going to do it again because it may just be a different guy. So, All right. Let's see. I got another starred one here. Do, 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 do. Sanford. Been a while since we've had a live mannequin show. Um, Yeah, it has been. I don't even remember the last time we had one. Um, yeah, it's been. Um, it has been a while. More than a year. Um, Big Diaz Energy just wanted to say Shane fan and Scott Disciple. Keep it up. Appreciate you. Appreciate Scott. it, bro. Big Diaz. Big Diaz. Uh, let's see. Oh, Sum this one up? up in 30 seconds, Shane. I, uh, can someone explain them the Kenny Pickett minus Canada firing bump? Wow, he threw for 270 yards and no touchdowns. Am I missing something? Seems optimal time to flip, right? Yeah. Yeah, if someone is going to give you something for Kenny Pickett, I, I would take it. Kenny Pickett is absolutely uh, atrocious, and there's nothing good about that person. Um, he's very bad at football, and he will always be bad at football. Yeah, this is what you call the window where people have assumed that maybe the narrative has changed a little bit, that he's going to become better because he doesn't have Matt Canada. So take advantage of the one to two or three week. He plays Arizona this week. That's another great matchup. He's going to smash. So honestly, I would hold he smash. He'll go week. for two sixty and maybe two touchdowns. I, that's right. Quarterback twenty three on the he, week. He could go for multiple touchdowns, dude. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, what he does is he rushes for one and throws for one, and you go. He's got that dual threat. What do you mean? You don't want Kenny Pickett? It's dual he, threat. Kenny Pickett. He may finish top twenty this week. Now it helps when there's six quarterbacks on a bye, but yeah, you know that. The point is the window is here. Have the discipline to say we've seen 20 plus games of Kenny Pickett. And I actually wrote him up in uh, tectonic transactions about it, it's just not sustainable. He's, he's a slightly better version of Zach Wilson. Right. And I don't say that lightly, like his, his NFL numbers are not much better. So I think inevitably, even if he gives you another year as a starter, because I think they're going to they're going to probably win 10 or 11 games this year, unfortunately, and he's going to get credit for taking a team to the playoffs. But inevitably, it's going to end poorly. So if you can get something for him now, if you can use him to upgrade to anything right now, do it. Do it. All right. SD edits wants to know full PPR 10 team. He traded Puka and Ayuk for AJ Brown and a 24 first rounder. Any thoughts? Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. You done good. Look, I like Puka and I like Ayuk, but AJ Brown is clearly a tier above those two dudes. And then you get the first with it to replace. And it's a one 10 team. And so it's, it's probably yeah. like the hammer matters even more, I would guess. And then you got to, yes. you know, even if it's the ninth pick, you still got a, you know, a decent pick that you can get something with. So yeah, you smash that deal. Great deal. Congratulations. Show off. Um, no, excellent deal. Excellent deal. <laughs> All right, I want to hit this up. This is Mo from the Disquarters. Um, I don't Mo. know. If, I don't know if you've heard Scott, but we've uh, we've kind of renamed our crew, and it's the Disquarters. 
Discorders, um, that, got it. Discorders, yeah, yeah. So, and we're going to have a listener league that's going to be a copy league next year. And on one side, we're going to have the hammers. On the others, it's going to be the squirters, um, just so you know. Uh, Mo from Discorders, 12 teams, Superflex, start 11. Allen and Fields, his running backs are Monty, Kamara, Herbert, and Cans. At tight end, he's got Kelsey, wide receiver. He's got Diggs, DJ Moore, Sutton D-Hop looking to use an early to mid-24 first and second and thirds on wide receiver. Any recommendations? So any recommendations at all on who he could use a early to mid-24 first to buy? Well, I mean, if you're going to really take all three and just try to get one player, I think you start – you're probably not buying any of the top five, six receivers with that. So you probably got to go a little lower. I mean, you can try. Send it for Amon Ra, send it for, you know, the same old names, Garrett Wilson, Chris Alave, you know, start start there in the top 10-ish, maybe even Jalen Waddle if you want, although they have a tough schedule down the down the stretch for receivers. But just go I down. Know. I mean, I'd just go down the line, honestly. He's I already got Diggs. He's already got DJ Moore. So he's got the two stacks with the quarterbacks yeah. he has. So, I mean, I'd just go down the line. Where My question for you, what would be the line? If you're sitting on, uh, let's say, a 105 next year, what would be the line of where you're like, all right, I'm not giving that pick up for Michael Pittman or Brandon Ayuk or, like, would you do it for yeah. one of those guys or are you still holding? No, no but 106 I will. <laughs> I mean, he says early to mid. Now that, that I guess you you know your league, how, how mid is that pick really? Exactly. Could be yeah. 103, and now you're looking at you could get Marv Harrison with that pick. That all of a sudden it changes a little bit. So if it's truly early, you got to know: does the league view it as 103, or do they view it as 106? Big difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like this comment. I don't know how to hide this current comment. Here, I'll put this one up. Uh, Evan Bennis says, at the end of the day, a lot of people have player takes more than you guys. It's not all process for everyone, for better or for worse. I'd say I'm pretty player centric. Like I get in all in on guys, don't I? But it's I'm I don't stay married to them, I guess, is the way I'd look at it. Right. Like I, I love Chris Olave. I love Garrett Wilson. I love DJ Moore at one point, but there's not any player on my team that I wouldn't move if the right package didn't come. If it's for a similar player and I can get a plus, you know, uh, the only player that I would hesitate and it's because I'm an Eagle Homer is Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. Well, and they also happen to be the QB one in dynasty or QB two, whatever you want to call them. I'm like the QB or the wide receiver four in uh, dynasty. So those are good players to be stuck to. I'm going to give you an analogy, Shane. Do you like a nice, massive TV to watch whatever you watch on in your house? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, there's different types of TVs, right? You go to an electronic store, and how many different types of TVs? There's like 30 different kinds, you know? Yes. And you're you're going, which one do I buy? What's the cheapest? What gives me the best bang for my buck? That's no different than Dynasty. But you know what I do prefer? A nice, comfortable place to watch the TV. That's us, right? That's where we're talking about macro strategy, roster construction, how players fit into tiers. If you want to take that and then go, you know what? I like player A over player B. Perfect. That That's literally all we really try to do is build the framework. You go pick the players that fit optimally within the framework. And if you disagree with me on who that might be or disagree with Shane on who that might be, fine. But I think when you go above and beyond that and you go, well, I don't need a nice place to watch the TV, you know? I'll just put it in a you know random room that I rent out from somebody else. You know what I mean? Like it's... 
it's really about building the framework and then you pick the players to fit in there. We're not, we're not that rigid. We're very flexible. I like to think so too. Uh, all right. We've only got a couple more minutes left. I don't want to leave anyone out. Uh, do, 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 do. So we got one more super chat. We'll knock this one out. Uh, Elliot Harris, part one of two, 12 teams start 10. That's 120 starters for you. I'm um, Scott, uh, tier scoring. Uh, half point RB one for wide receiver, one and a half for tight end. He's pushing for the chip. What final moves does he make pre deadline? He's got Herbert, Trevor, Wilson, uh, running back. He's got Pacheco, White, Najee, Ford, Mitchell. At wide receiver, he's got Chase, Ayuk, Puka, Adams, Moore, Godwin. And at tight end, he's got Ingram and uh, Fergie, Jake Ferguson, not the uh, female singer that was part of uh, the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> I was wondering if you would remember what band it was. Oh, yeah. Uh uh, okay, so he doesn't say anything about picks or anything. It's just how can I shake up this team? Yep, yep. I mean, the one thing I'd look to do, and we talk about this. I think we talked about it last night. Someone made a deal. What, what does it take to get Jefferson from the Chase? Uh, can I get you know? Okay, do I have to add a little bit? Can I add Chase and a, I don't know a third and go try to get Jefferson? Because I think I like his outlook a little better with Josh Dobbs than I do Chases with uh, Jake Browning. <laughs> Yeah, without noting any picks, I think you're going to have to be creative here. I think the running back room is fine. You have just enough to get by, but you're not holding too much value at running back, so I'm good there. Receiver room, I mean, it's good, not great. And then tight end, I'm fine rolling with those two. I mean, it's 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 pretty balanced. I think the way you can create some value, like you said, is with Chase. I think the other way would be I just did this deal in a league where I have C.J. Stroud, Pat Mahomes, and Joe Burrow, or and Trevor Lawrence. So I had all three and I go, you know what? I don't have a lot of, I had no 24 picks. So how do I, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm a contending team, but how do I create more value on my roster knowing that I'm literally benching Trevor Lawrence every single week? So I took Lawrence with Jordan Addison and flipped them for Burrow and cleaned out somebody else for all their picks. So I basically shifted my Addison or shifted my Trevor Lawrence, which I didn't really need, which Elliot could do that. If he could flip Trevor for somebody that might need a quarterback here, I'd be mm-hmm. fine doing that. If you could add extra value and then maybe go buy something else. Cause it probably can roll. Maybe. I mean, does the burrow owner need a quarterback? Are they still floundering from the last couple of weeks? Can you get burrow plus something for Trevor Lawrence and use that plus something to go buy something else? You know, maybe it buys a, a slight upgrade off of somebody like Chris Godwin. I don't know, but that you're gonna have to be creative most likely. Yep. yep. Um, so I kind of like this discord going on. Uh, there's some talk about Fergie was hot 20 years ago. Not so much right now. Fergie was never really, um, I'll say attractive. Um, sure. A lot of makeup. Uh, she also ruined the black eyed peas. Um, Cause they were a great underground rap band uh, before she joined them. Um, and they made some really cool music and then she joined them and they made just horrible, um, just terrible, God awful uh, earworms music that makes you want to vomit on your brain. They went all but, pop. Uh, they, they sold completely, out completely. And then, but it's crazy. Cause then will, I am also did, um, still produced for like Nas and stuff after that, which was whatever, you know, fine. He made one of Nas's best songs, um, 
uh, produced one of his best songs. Anyway, uh, Shakira was hot 20 years ago, and she is still hot. Shakira shall ever be hot forever, forever, forever. Um, start. I got one more from Emerson Diaz, who's currently in first place with most points. He's in first with most points for. What running back is worth paying two playoff firsts for the push? All his chips. Okay, let's just read this like it's English. What running back is worth paying two playoff first for the push for all my chips and for the championship? He has wide receiver depth, so he can tack on a first on to get a hammer running back with a running back room of Brees Monty and Aaron Jones. So first of all, is there any running back you would give two playoff firsts for? Let's just name them if there are. I mean, Dijon and Gibbs. Bijan Gibbs, McCaffrey for me. If I'm pushing for a championship, McCaffrey, yeah. And he's got it's, Brees Hall, so I mean, it's 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 a very limited number. And I'm guessing I haven't really found any spots to buy McCaffrey because McCaffrey in every league is on a team that's already in first or second place, for the most part. Yeah. And the times yeah. you see him traded are ones where it's like, all right, that person for some reason that sees the writing on the wall and is not thinking they can win. They traded him. So like he's, he's, he's one where it's probably nearly impossible to pry him away. I would guess. So I don't know, man, if I have two, am I off base by saying, if I have two playoff first, I'm, I would rather keep one for the flexibility. Mm-hmm. Right. And just, am I overpaying by giving up a first for Kyron Williams or Rashad white or someone like that? Probably given it's a running back, but I would rather buy that for one first than go, you know, let me go buy this guy. Who's like, let me go get one of those guys for a first versus Travis ETN for two firsts. You know what I mean? Like it, that yeah. Try those first before I go buy one. And maybe his league has already struck out on getting one of those guys, but I'd rather shoot there than I would just, you know, pay two for ETN or someone like that. No, right. thanks. Thousand percent. I'm on board with paying a first for Kyron for Rashad white. Um, I, this is without even much Tony Pollard. For last year. No, um, I need someone that's mm-hmm. going to produce. Um, and that ain't Tony, Tony Pollard. I don't care if he had one good game. Uh, we see Kyron Williams as a bell cow and Rashad white's going to have about, I don't know, 40 to 50 receptions a game. Apparently um, his opportunity Did you give one up for Deandre Swift. They got a decent schedule coming up, and he's still getting usage. It's just uh, they, he, he he gets vultured on touchdowns, and they have games where they don't throw to him. So yeah, I mean, that's that's the problem, right? Because that's where you make your points. That's where you score your points as a, as a running back is goal line work or receptions. And he's not getting enough work for my liking, and I thought he would get some more when Goddard was out. And as long as Jalen Hurts is there, anything within the three-yard line is just going to be a quarterback sneak or touch push. I don't think I would do it for him. No, Pacheco, would you give him. up a first for? He's been smashing. I, I'd give a late first for Pacheco. Yeah. Would you still give two for A-Chain? No. Nope. Okay, you're not no. getting him for one. So I'm just trying no. to think of uh, other options. I'll I tell you buy. what, though. And and here you could get – um you could also get creative. Like, does someone have Warren and Singletary? You know what I mean? Like, what can I give up for those two? Yeah. Eckler, would you give a first? No. Kamara? Hmm. He may get 15 catches this week because they literally have, yeah, no they, they have no They have no wide receivers. They're starting uh, Lynn Bowden. 
who I did not know was still in the NFL. Um, congrats to him for still being in the NFL. Kentucky Wildcat, was he not? Kentucky um, Wildcat, Lynn, yep. It only Lynn. took him, uh, this is his fourth year, only took him till then to have a shot this weekend to probably get some touches. But, Chain, it's 9, yep, 901. Fantasy Plumber says, why is he getting DT5 alerts? Hey, stay on the channel. I'm jumping to the Destination Debbie Discord. So if you're in there, we're going to do a 2024 uh, discussion for the next hour. But if you want to stay here, Clay will be on. I think Clay's going, what, at 930, 915, 915. Okay. Clay will be on with Alan Seslowski, host of Rotowire, host of uh, Sonic Truth Show on the Player Profiler. Literally, Alan and Clay are the two best YouTube hosts that I know. So I'm kind of bummed that I'm not going to get to watch that show live because I'm not sure who the better host is. I mean, I'm partial to Clay because it's Clay, but yeah, I mean, that, they're both yeah. really good. So they're going to be on the same show. So it should be really good content. So stay on here. Clay will be live here at 930, he says in the chat. So uh, that's why you're getting the alerts, Fantasy Plumber. Clay will be on here at 930 doing a Dynasty different, and it will be different. I think they're going to talk about like content creation and building a channel and building a brand and you know, probably some stuff about hosting because that's what I want to listen to if I'm hearing those two talk about. So that's it. Final word, Shane. Hey, thanks for st- stopping by and hanging out with us on a uh, Wednesday evening. Appreciate you all. Yep. And replay will be up here uh, shortly on Mannequin Chill. So uh, check it out. We will probably be back to recording next week, but maybe we'll do more of these live every once in a while, especially when the off season gets here. So thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next Tuesday night. And if you're in the discord, I'll be on over there here in a couple minutes. Thank y'all later.